The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Mark. The beginning of the good news of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. It is written in the prophet Isaiah. See, I am sending my messenger ahead of you, but prepare your way. The voice of one crying out in the wilderness. Perhaps the way of the Lord makes, prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. John the baptizer appeared in the wilderness, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. And people from the whole Judean countryside and all the people of Jerusalem were going out to him and were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. Now John was clothed with camel's hair, with a leather belt around his waist, and he ate locust and wild honey. He proclaimed, the one who is more powerful than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to stoop down and untie the throng of his sandals. I have baptized you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. And this is the gospel of our Lord. Just in case, if you were wondering if there was supposed to be a cartoon strip in your bulletin, there is supposed to be one there. So uh, that cartoon is Strange Planet by Nathan Pyle. It's one of my favorite cartoons. And the whole um, point of this comic strip is, is that it's aliens kind of doing these normal human things, but they always kind of talk about it in these weird and strange ways, which of course is where the humor lies. And in this particular con uh, cartoon you have some aliens they are tidying up their home they have company coming over and they're trying to get things ready for the company that is to come and this is a very familiar ritual to many of us right we're preparing the house for guests and and what you do is right you go around and you make sure things don't look cluttered right and you start putting things up and you put them in the way and and while we don't usually say we own things but have hidden them right that's usually how we respond to our guests this is how the aliens respond so we can find the humor in this cartoon, we can find the humor in kind of running around and getting the house ready for guests, but we also can acknowledge the importance of preparing a home for company, for people coming over. We want them to feel comfortable, we want them to feel cared for when they enter into our home. And we go to various efforts to pre make preparations for our guests that come to our homes. We might make a meal, or we might make sure that we have something to drink to offer them. Um, if they're staying overnight, we might prepare a bed for them to sleep in. We want uh, to create a comfortable environment for them. We work and we prepare and we make sacrifices so that when people come into our homes, they know that we love them and that we care for them. Preparation is a theme for the season of Advent. And we see that in our reading from Mark this morning. The first verse of Mark's gospel talks about the beginning of the good news of Jesus Christ. But if you notice in the first verses of Mark's gospel that Mark doesn't spend a lot of time talking about Jesus. He doesn't really talk about Jesus any more than besides that he mentions in this opening verse, I'm going to tell you about Jesus. What Mark is doing here in these first eight verses is he's saying, I want to tell you about Jesus, but 
in order for you to understand everything there is to understand about Jesus, there's a few other things I need to lay out for you. I need to tell you what's been happening before Jesus showed up. I need to prepare things for you. The first eight verses of Mark's gospel are like that yellow text that scrolls before the beginning of Star Wars, right? Telling you the context of what it is to come, right? Setting up the situation, setting the stage. And what does Mark think that the reader needs to know before they can understand and know Jesus? What is the preparation that Mark is doing here? Mark begins by quoting from Scripture, quoting from the prophet of Isaiah. And we also have one of our scripture readings that Emily read for us this morning from Isaiah chapter 40. And this passage in Isaiah is about a time when the people of Jerusalem were sent into exile in Babylon. They had been conquered by the Babylonians and had been carted off. And this was a very painful experience as they were removed from their home. And this physical separation from their home there in Jerusalem also represented the spiritual separation that they felt like they were experiencing from God. They felt distant from God. They felt not in good relationship with God. And so our reading from Isaiah is an announcement that it is time to go home. God has heard their cries for help. Now here's the good news. Get ready, pack your bags. Go home, be joined with God. Your relationship with God has been restored. This is a wonderful message that Prophet Isaiah is sharing with us. And Mark wants all of us who are coming to read this story about Jesus to think about the story of the people of Jerusalem in exile and all of them returning home, about their relationship being restored with God. So then Mark begins to tell and share about what's been going on before Jesus shows up. And he talks about John, who's been out in the wilderness baptizing people, telling them to repent of their sins, letting them know that they have been forgiven. And the people of Jerusalem are responding to these words. They're hearing these words. They're coming out in droves to see John, and lots of folks are being baptized. They're coming to see this guy in camel hair who's eating locusts day by day, and and just so you're not confused, camel hair was not the high fashion of the day. It wasn't what everybody was trying to wear or get their hands on. And locust wasn't a fine meal to be enjoyed, okay? John here, he's living off the land. He's making do with what he has and what he can get by with, what he can find. He has this message of preparation. Get ready, get baptized, repent of your sins, because someone is coming next who will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. Someone is coming who is going to connect you with God and you will experience God in your life. Be ready. John sees his role as a preparer. He is crying out in the wilderness. He is making the path straight. He is getting the house of Israel ready so that people can know Jesus, can know God, and be restored in their relationship with God. And just like we make sacrifices for guests when they come over to our home, John is out there making sacrifices, wearing camel hair, eating locusts, doing all of this stuff so that when people show up, they can come and they can be prepared and ready to know Jesus. They can hear the good news and not remain in their state of separation from God. 
for any of us who are followers of Jesus, there have been people who have made sacrifices so that we can know Jesus. I know that's true for my own life. I can't remember anyone putting on camel hair for my sake, but they have done plenty of things. They have given of their time and their money and their energy. They have laid down their own desires and their own wishes for my sake so that I could know Jesus. I think about as a kid, Mr. Gerald praying over me multiple times. I think about Miss Joy spending her Wednesday evenings teaching me about God. I think about Rusty sitting with me in quiet during a very, very dark time in my life. I think about Mrs. McCamey making me so many lunches after church on Sundays during college. And on and on and on. Many people have given of themselves so that I could see Jesus. They were the John the Baptist for me. They were preparing the way, making the path straight so that I would know Christ. The truth is, is that God loves people and Jesus has ended the exile, ended the separation between God and people. People can return home. This is what Jesus has done for all of us and done for the world. But so many people do not know that truth. They continue to live in darkness, not knowing that their relationship with God has been restored. They continue to live apart from God because no one has made this path straight for them. No one has told them the good news. No one has prepared the way for them to come home. Dear Christians, God has called each of us to be like John, to make sacrifices so that others can hear the good news that God loves them, to work and prepare the way and remove any obstacles that are in their path so that they can know Jesus. Consider this week what you might be able to do so that someone else can see Jesus. Maybe you can give of your time. Maybe you can give of your money. Maybe you can let go of your need and your desire to be right in an argument. Or maybe when you're at the tire shop and someone says something rude to you and you have that feeling building up in you of like, I'm not going to take that. I'm going to let you know what I think about you. You're not going to talk to me that way. Maybe when that feeling begins to build up in you, you pause for a second and you catch yourself and you say, what could I say? What could I do in this moment so that this person can see Jesus? What might I be able to give for them? How can I prepare the way? Beloved, something to realize about doing this important work of preparing the way for others to see Jesus is this, is that when you are working and preparing for others to see Jesus, you will see Jesus too. How did John the Baptist meet Jesus in Mark's Gospel? Verse 9 of chapter 1 is the very next verse after the reading we had this morning. It says this, In those days Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. John met Jesus through the process of preparing the way for others to meet Jesus. When we do the preparation work for others to see Jesus, Jesus will show up, and then we get to see Jesus too. Today, go out from here and be like John the Baptist, preparing the way of the Lord, making the path straight for others to know and see Jesus. 
And when you do that, you will see Jesus too.